Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my uh, information comes in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June the 6th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, the last couple of months, I've had the uh, theme of a uh, coronavirus rant. Uh, recently, as of last week, I added on racism and police brutality. So I'm going to start off with that. Um, the coronavirus numbers at the time of this recording, 1.92 million cases confirmed, 110,000 deaths, 440,000 recovered. Um, it's pretty safe to say by maybe the end of the weekend or early part of next week, we're going to have pretty much 2 million cases and maybe close to 120,000 deaths um, and hopefully more and more recovered. Um, hopefully we'll be well over 450,000 recovered. Um no new symptoms to report. Um, they're trying to say that all the protesting and all the, you know, things that come along with that is uh, basically giving way to community spread. I don't know. Um, no new symptoms to report. Um so, you know, all I can say is just like I always say, man, come up with your game plan and stick with it and, um, you know, do whatever you can to boost your immune system. Do whatever you can to um, make your lungs stronger. Um, try to clean out as much mucus as you can. Um, and uh, because that's really the. uh the uh what assists the virus and staying in your system is mucus um so that's the coronavirus part of it uh racism and police brutality um it doesn't you know the more and more we uh peel back the layers on these two issues the more and more it is just ingrained in white society um, they just feel like it's just some, not all, you know, you got some outstanding white people out there that get it, that equality is the, the God given right of all people. Okay. It's not, it's not given, it's not earned. It is, it is a right as a human being to be e on equal footing as anybody else in the world today but we know that is a fantasy that that'll never happen um we've been going through this for 400 plus years um i had i seen a meme on uh facebook where um they had broke down the years and i'm gonna just try to read some of this the meme that I have uh, saw, um, I don't take credit for this meme, but I'll read it anyway. 
246 years of slavery, 1619 to 1865, 99 years of Jim Crow laws, 1865 to 1964, 86 years of lynching, 1882 to 1986. Okay, for some of you younger people, 1986 was not that long ago. Okay, 14 years of civil rights fight. And I'm going to say this got the years of 1954 to 1968. I'm going to say longer than that from since the since the beginning until now, we've been fighting for civil rights, Uh, police brutality, (laughs) you know, since the beginning of time until now. Um, You know, we. Listen, man, the, 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 the American flag is an ideal that we strive for. We're not there. And we, we will probably never be there. OK, until. The powers that be in the world and in this country in particular decide that, hey, people that are non-white can get a fair opportunity. Okay, we can't have two different legal systems like you example. You had a guy that to a white guy and a black guy committed the same crime. They saw the same judge on the same day. One guy got 20 years, one guy got 18 months for the same charge. Okay, when when a guy gets locked up for 10 years for a six hundred dollar dope charge and another guy. Runs a Ponzi scheme. And, you know, takes people for millions, I mean, ruin, you know, financially millions of people's lives. Which is the more egregious crime? So that's why I say you got two different justice systems in this country, man. And, you know, the police brutality aspect of it. I mean, listen, cops have been beating up black people forever. It's just as Will Smith said, it's just being filmed now. This stuff has been going on forever. And everybody knew it. But we just pretend like. It doesn't exist or it'll go away. No, it's not going to go away. Now, like I said, being a cop is a hard job. Okay, but you there's there's a use of force continuum that if it just for me, example, if I was a cop, if the man doesn't have a weapon, I'm not going to pull my weapon. Whatever he's doing, that's what I'm going to match. If he got a gun, I got a gun. If he's got a knife, I'm going to pull my gun. Okay, but if he's got his hands up in there, if he's not cooperating, then I go to stun gun. Okay, because at the end of the day, I don't want to fight and wrestle with anybody. I'm going to I'm going to use the the most non-lethal force I can use on an individual to get him to comply with my directives okay and as long as 
like I said, whatever degree of force he's using, that's the degree of force that I'm going to use. And, you know, a lot of these cops, they think that the law doesn't apply to them because they're behind a badge and it should apply more to them than anybody because you're the ones who are the quote unquote safe keepers of these laws. Um, so, you know, we have to, we have to stop pretending in this country. We have to, we have to really, you know, unveil and open up the curtains on this, on this, on these issues, because it's, it's going to lead to more death and more, you know, rioting and all this stuff and you know nobody wants that i don't i don't promote it i don't promote looting rioting if you're gonna do it protest peacefully i don't believe that protesting peacefully solves anything um i believe the voting system is rigged i do vote um but i i don't think it's i don't think it's fair i think you know I think, you know, I'm not going to get into my conspiracy theory stuff. I'm, I'm going to stay on point. Um, but we have to do better in this country, man. And, um, you know, our president, he just doesn't get it. He He's more concerned with being a two-term president than fixing the issues. So it is what it is. Um, so let me know what you think about that, man. Coronavirus rant, racism, police brutality. Next uh, topic, uh, millennials are very impressive for now. Um, in the last, you know, two weeks, basically, I mean, I've been very impressed. I, I never thought that this millennial generation had this in them to this extent to press this hard. Um, and that's white people and black people, all people. I, you know, this generation is more together than any generation previous uh, in this country. And that's that's a that's that's a historical moment. You know, some of these protests, Black Lives Matter, it was more white people than black people. I mean, that's that's if there's any positive uh, things that have came out of this that's that's a positive to me that some people in this country actually get it that we're not asking for a handout at least I'm not I'm not asking for a handout I'm not asking for anything but just fairness across the board if I go apply for a job you give me fair consideration when when I want to go to college you give me fair consideration to get in to your university I don't want to be admitted because I'm black I don't want to be not considered because I'm black I want you to look at my qualifications and say this guy can be a student or he can work here whatever based on what's on this piece of paper that's it equality not a handout equality and uh, you know the millennials have impressed me the last two weeks, man, tremendously. 
you know, I was down on this generation. I just thought, you know, all they cared about was world star, saying world star in videos and dancing and, and all and twerking and all that stuff. And I sound like the old guy right now, but that's just how I felt. So uh, very impressive. I hope it continues. And uh, as of right now, as of today, I feel like going forward, this country in the future will be in good hands because of the people that are, you know, protesting racial injustice and police brutality and social injustice. And um, like I always say, we'll see what happens. Um, Getting into the Florida State stuff. Finally, Uh, Marvin Wilson, thank you for standing up. Um, to me, you came across as like just a quiet guy. And, you know, I, I know it was somewhat uncomfortable for you to call out your head coach, but you did it. And you didn't care about football. You didn't care about the NFL. You you saw a guy lying and you called him out. And I, you know, I give you kudos for that, man. I give you I give you real live kudos for that, for standing up. Calling this man out. He didn't do what he said he did on a very serious topic. And, I, you know, I'm disappointed, man. I'm disappointed in the head coach. I, I thought he was made of something better than that to lie on this serious of an issue. That just lets you know it just some white people in this country just don't get it. This is real. I just don't think they understand how real this is. And, you know, Marvin Wilson went on to say in his uh, video yesterday, he's going to do whatever he can to help kids go to college and, you know, get a fair shake in this country. Again, very admirable of um, you, Marvin Wilson. And um, to me right now, just just from just from a social standpoint, you're you're one of the all time great florida state players and you came back for your senior year to try to get florida state back to the glory days of football but i you achieved more in one day than you know anything you've done at florida state and again i give you kudos for that man for standing up and doing what was right because you know previous florida state players would have just let that roll they wouldn't have said nothing um so let me know what you think about that uh segment um next segment is entitled can norvell recover from lying um i don't know i think when just in life when somebody lies to you and you forgive them and you try to get back onto that road to trust and something adverse happens, you automatically go back to that previous lie or adverse condition. And as a, as a football team, will these players do it at Florida State? They're human, so I would say, yeah, they probably will do it. Um, you know, I think he... Lost a lot of respect in that locker room by doing what he did. I think he lost a lot of respect. And just reading some of the comments on Facebook about this issue, again, 
some white people in this country just don't get it. This 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 is this is a very serious, sensitive topic for most uh black and brown people in this country, man. You know, you've never had to live through getting beat up by a cop. You've never had an opportunity taken away from you because the color of your skin. You've never been less considered for whatever because of the color of your skin. You haven't been pulled over because you drive a certain type of car and a cop feels like you're this color and you shouldn't be driving that car. So, you know, you have to let white people, you have to let this stuff seep into your brains, man. And if you can't, you know, empathize with the issues, just don't say nothing. There's nothing wrong with being quiet. If you if you're not on the side of right. If you're not on the side of right, just be quiet, go about your daily life. Okay. Um, but Norvell, I don't know, man. You know, if this team didn't have enough going against it, this 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 probably made it times ten. Cause the majority of your players, I would venture to say eighty percent of your team is black. And you think they don't identify with the George Floyd situation and racism and police brutality? You think they don't identify with that? So, you know, you I, I feel like, you know, you're on a tight rope right now. You know, if you couldn't think of anything to say. That that was positive. You should have just been silent. I can appreciate silence rather than saying something stupid or lying. But. With all that being said, I hope that you have learned from this situation and that you can lead this team in a positive direction. Okay, always try to end on a positive note. You know, I'm not calling for the man job or nothing like that. You made a mistake. You apologize for that mistake. And don't let it happen again. You you are supposed to be teaching these young men honesty. You know, honor, commitment, team, and you lied. Now, just me, I I just couldn't look at you the same. I couldn't. But, you know, these these guys, you know, this generation, they're different. Um, So let me know what you think about that segment, man. Can Norvell recover from lying? Uh, Last topic, can the defense be top 10? Uh, I don't know about top 10. I think they're going to be very good. I think with some of the defensive line talent that they have acquired and some of the secondary talent that they have acquired, that they're going to be formidable on defense. I've said this in previous episodes. Top 10, uh, it's going to be a tall order for top 10. Maybe top 20. Um, I don't know enough about this defensive coordinator. Uh, to really 
he he says he runs an aggressive 4-3 hybrid scheme so when you say aggressive i'm thinking blitzing and with, with, with just some of the talent that you've acquired on the back end we'll see um you know we don't we don't have our safeties our two best safeties are Lars Woodby and Nazaruddin and they're not you know Lars Woodby was pretty fast before the injury but he had put on weight cuz he was playing linebacker so if he gets back down to the 210 range and that injury he sustained last season is uh fully healed i mean we'll see um pressure makes diamonds and you've acquired a lot of talent uh, on the defensive line and in the secondary so you know we'll see who rises up and becomes you know the guy um but again i don't think they're going to be a top 10 defense so um that's going to conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it it's available on YouTube. It's available. It's available on all podcast platforms. Uh, thank you for listening. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.